Peter Lambert pitches well. The bullpen continues to be an issue for the Rockies. Are the Houston Astros linked to C.J. Crone and the Connor Joe story? All of that and more on today's episode of Locked On Rockies, brought to you by Ethan Smith of Locked On Pirates. And welcome, everybody, back to Locked On Rockies. My name is Ethan Smith. Your host of the Locked On Pirates podcast, but your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast today here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team, your Colorado Rockies every day. Of course, Paul is on vacation. You guys got Paul Francis Sullivan, a.k.a. Sully, yesterday. You're going to get him again tomorrow. Got me today. So hopefully you guys have fun and also follow all of the Locked On Podcast Network podcasts. We always do very fun stuff all across the network. We have hosts for every single team in Major League Baseball. Sometimes they switch over. Um, the Colorado Rockies, I watched the game yesterday in preparation for this show. Played pretty well until the ninth inning. <laughs> um, yeah, Peter Lambert yesterday pitched a fairly solid game for the Colorado Rockies in the Five to four loss to the Washington Nationals. It saw the Nationals score four runs in the bottom of the ninth inning, including a walk-off. The Nationals only had five hits in this game, and Jimmy Lambert was a big reason why. Six innings pitched, three hits. One uh, one run was scored against him, but it was an unearned run. He also had the two strikeouts and only one walk. Uh, and that was Peter Lambert. Sorry, I'm thinking of Jimmy Lambert, completely different person. But Peter Lambert um, has done good things uh, for this team as of late. Brett Suter came into the game yesterday, shut it down for two innings, got one strikeout, and then Daniel Bard would blow the save or blow the save here for the Colorado Rockies, and it was just a mess. Um, he only gave up one hit here but walked four batters with his control continuing to be an issue for this Colorado Rockies team. Four-armed runs, it, it, it just was not good, and it was the it was just back-to-back days. I mean, this came after uh, Austin Gomber set the club record for 27 consecutive innings without walking a batter, and then it comes again after Peter Lambert pitches well, so now the bullpen for the Rockies has been an issue pretty much all season, I would assume. Uh, watching the series against the Pirates in Colorado early in April when the Pirates were riding a high, yeah, I remember the bullpen was struggling a lot. Um, and going back to Gomber, by the way, uh, that 27 consecutive innings without walking a batter was held by Jose Jimenez, who pitched 23 and two-thirds innings pitched in a row without allowing a free pass back in 2002. And Gomber's streak of 27 innings without walking a batter is the fourth, uh, fourth longest in MLB this season, behind Zach Gallen, George Kirby, and Zach Eflin, who all did it and had 30-plus innings without a walk. I believe Gallen holds the lead at 35, which happened in May. And I already alluded to it, Daniel Bard. He surrendered four runs. In the bottom of the ninth, it was the second straight game. The Rockies blew a lead here. Of course, they won the first game against the Washington Nationals. 
But when you're surrendering 15 runs in the seventh and ninth inning over the course of three games, so you're allowing five runs on average in the final three innings, you're not going to win too many baseball games, folks. And that's just been an issue from something that I see Paul talk about all the time with the bullpen. And the stats back it up for sure. Uh, The Rockies bullpen currently ranks 25th in baseball with a 4.77 ERA, which is only ahead of Texas, Kansas City, Washington, and Oakland. I believe they're tied with Texas in that category, but just just not good overall. And obviously they just traded Justin Lawrence, so that's going to make things a little bit tougher on this bullpen. It's being worked a lot. And the Rockies bullpen, statistically, man, it's just bad. We'll go through this. Uh, They rank 29th in hits allowed, just ahead of Oakland. They rank 29th in earned runs allowed. They rank 26th in whip, 15th in home runs allowed, 29th in walks, and 12th in strikeouts. So the strikeout totals are there, but that could just be a mixture of how much they've been getting used and a lot of other scenarios that go into that. And, yeah, I mean, Pierce Johnson gets traded to the Atlanta Braves. He was your closer. He had 13 saves on the year. And that likely won't help the bullpen much moving forward, seeing as how much of a workload they've had to take on. But one guy who's been very good for the Colorado Rockies out of the bullpen that still has a lot of team control is Justin Lawrence. Uh, He has 44 games this year, 52 innings pitched, a 2.94 ERA, 53 strikeouts, and a a 1.12 whip. And over his last 15 games, he has a 2.16 ERA. So Justin Lawrence is the kind of guy that I think the Rockies need to hold on to. Or if you really want to get something really good for him, you potentially do it now. And again, he has a ton of team control. I think he signed through the 2026 season. I believe that's his first arbitration year. Um, So maybe even 2027. But he's done fairly good things for that Rockies team. And I do enjoy the fact that the Rockies have somebody in the wings after the Pierce Johnson trade, because it did seem like things are going to be very dire for this bullpen. But in hindsight, you got Justin Lawrence. Guy knows what he's doing. He's a very good pitcher, and I hope Rockies fans hold on to him. But with the trade deadline very much approaching, uh, we have pretty much one more series for every team before – The trade deadline comes up on Tuesday, August 1st. I want to let you guys know about Ibotta. Are you picking up burgers and hot dogs for a summer barbecue? Of course you are. Everybody does. It's the taste of the season, baby. So why not get cash back for it with Ibotta? It's officially summer and a new season means new clothes. But your closet shouldn't be the only thing growing when you make those purchases. Now you can also watch your cash back grow with each purchase with Ibotta. Finally, taking that summer vacation you've been planning but dreading buying all the necessities before you take off, well, it's time to stop spending your hard-earned money without getting anything in return. Ibotta gives you cash back on hundreds of grocery items from produce to personal care to pantry goods, so you can make sure you're beating inflation no matter what you're purchasing. Either link your loyalty account or upload your receipt after you shop and get your cash back. It's that easy. The average Ibotta user earns $120 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, or you could use your cash back to buy that flight you've been eyeing, that game you're dying to go to, or that fancy dinner you've been craving. 
Other apps give you points that don't amount to much. With Ibotta, you get real cash back that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. You can earn cash back on hundreds of online brands and retailers, too, when you start with Ibotta, including Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying Ibotta by using the code MLB. When you register, just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app and use code MLB. That's I-B-O. TTA in the Google Play or App Store and use code locked on MLB to get cash back. If you want to listen, by the way, to the Rockies hometown broadcast, download the SiriusXM app. That's SXM. And of course, every day, as you know, Paul's going to be taking care of you guys over here at Locked On Rockies as he always does. So, yeah, you can see over there on the right. Are the Astros linked to C.J. Crone? I'm going to let everybody in on something here. C.J. Crone is one of my favorite players in baseball. I love power hitting first baseman. C.J. Crone has always been a fun player to watch. And I really like him on MLB The Show. So that'll always help. So could he go to Houston? There's been little rumblings about it. We've also heard about Randall uh, Grichik potentially going to the Yankees. It's it's rumor season, folks. We know what's going on. But I feel like Houston, if the Rockies are going to trade C.J. Crone, which they should, seeing as this is his last year of control and he signed that two-year extension not too long ago and he'll be an unrestricted free agent come the start of next season or the end of the season, why not Houston? C.J. Crone, by the way, slashing 255, 299, 480, and 778 on the season with 11 home runs and 31 RBIs. So I mentioned Houston as, to me, for Crone, the best fit and best for what the Rockies could get back. Jose Abreu, we all remember, was their big offseason signing. That was the guy that the Astros wanted to go get to fill in that first base hole that Yuli Gurriel was going to leave with him. And he got paid, got the whole deal, but he has not played well for the Houston Astros at all. Abreu slashing 241, 295, 346, and 641, considerably worse uh, compared to C.J. Crone with eight home runs and 51 RBIs. Of course, the RBI total, I think, is going to be a little bit better seeing as the Astros have a much better offense than the Rockies do. But Jose Abreu is a minus 0.7 war player compared to CJ Crone, who is a 0.0 war player. So, I mean, that, that, that basically to me statistically proves why I think the Astros should do it. And for any contending team, CJ Crone would be a very good bat to add to your lineup. He can DH, he can play first base and he should be a commodity on the market. For sure. I mean, I wouldn't see why he shouldn't be. He's a UFA after this year, as I already mentioned. And for most teams, it would be no more than a rental, depending, or maybe they re-sign him. But for the Rockies, you don't want to make the same mistake that you've made in the past with players like Trevor Story, where you just let him walk for free. Get something for him, right? Like, get something. And that's what I always say about teams at the trade deadline. You always want to make sure that you get something in return for these players. Like for my Pittsburgh Pirates right now, Carlos Santana, G-Man Choi, and Rich Hill 
are our three trade candidates right now that are all free agents at the end of the year. They're all in pretty aging players that would be very good on contending teams. So even if you're not getting anything crazy back, you want to at least get something. And for CJ Crone, there was two players on the Astro system that I really enjoyed uh, taking a look at. And that was uh, Misiel Tamarez, who's their number 11 prospect, and Joe Perez, who's their number 14 prospect, both of them with ETAs of 2023. If I'm the Rockies and I'm trading players away right now, I think my idea is I want to trade these guys away for players that are going to be available to play for me maybe this season or at the beginning of next year. And Perez and Tamarez would do that for you from the Houston Astros. Uh, Tamarez, of course, being a starting pitcher. The Rockies could always use starting pitching. Uh, Joe Perez is a third baseman and an outfielder. I'm sure you could find somewhere for him to play. He kind of has that utility type. Obviously, the general manager at Houston does love his utility players and his utility bats. C.J. Crone is not really that. So who knows? There could be suitors for C.J. Crone. We've heard suitors for Randall Gritchick. You're probably going to hear suitors for Justin Lawrence. And if I'm the Rockies, I take every call. Get something for these guys. Maybe you find the diamond in the rough in the prospect pool from some of these guys that you really like. And C.J. Crone, I think a lot of people said he's not going to bring you a massive return, but it's at least going to be something. And power bats are always a commodity at the trade deadline, especially with the way baseball is played now with the three common outcomes of strikeout, walker, home run. I think C.J. Crone could fit that bill very well. And this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode uh, just because – Paul does know that I have work today as well. So while I'm recording, I'm about to head straight to work as soon as this is done. But I wanted to talk to you guys about Connor Joe, who uh, recently hit his three-year anniversary from being cured from cancer. Um, and, of course, uh, Connor Williams over at Buck's Dugout wrote, uh, at SB Nation wrote about this on June 20th, so about a month ago. But said it in a very nice way, so I'll just quote him here on his first uh, little paragraph. You'd be forgiven for having a hard time keeping track of Connor Joe once he left the organization and drafted him in 2014. Pirates. Between numerous trades and Rule 5 draft selection, being designated for assignment and free agency, his journey was somewhat less than conventional. So um, for you guys from Rockies land who know, obviously he played – with the Colorado Rockies, he was drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates, is now on the Pittsburgh Pirates again, was traded to the Atlanta Braves for Sean Rodriguez in 2017. Um, and, yeah, I mean, you look at the the transaction list for Connor Joe, and it's a very, very, very long list. I mean, Connor does a great job in this story kind of highlighting it all because he was traded to – the Braves in 2017 in August. And then less than two months later, he was traded again to the Dodgers um, where he was in AAA. He was unprotected uh, that off season by the Dodgers. So then he goes to the Cincinnati Reds, um, never played a game for the Cincinnati Reds and then was traded to the Giants where a lot of people are known for him playing. There was the San Francisco Giants. Um, he only appeared in eight games though in San Francisco and then as a player, by the way, being selected in the Rule 5 draft, he was offered back to the Dodgers, and he spent the remainder of his system there. Uh, got a non-roster invite uh, to lead camp that following year, and that's how he ended up with your beloved 
Colorado Rockies, and I thank the Rockies a lot for Connor Joe um, for his sake because you guys were really the first organization that gave him a shot, realistically. Um, he did spend the past three years in Colorado. Of course, we all remember the minor trade that was made um, in the 2022 offseason where he comes to the Pittsburgh Pirates where he originally was drafted to. And obviously we've all heard the cancer story and everything too. Uh, drafted 39th overall, has done interesting things. Um, you know, cancer's that weird thing that we all wish just didn't exist. And you listened to everything I just said about Connor Joe's career, and then you add a diagnosis of testicular cancer to that. And this was found out, by the way, after his uh, spring training invitation from the Dodgers. And this is what he had to say about it in the article that Connor wrote. They, the Dodgers, invited me to big league camp. I had the chance to make the team. You go through these yearly physicals. They're usually pretty mundane. That one happened to just not be so normal. Um, obviously, he had cancer uh, chemotherapy infusions over the span of three months. Um, obviously he had surgery to remove the cancer as well. Um, and during his, and Connor says this, during his second cycle of treatment, Joe would lose his hair. I was playing cards with my wife, ran my hands through my hair and the hair came with it. I shaved my head right away. It was just the easiest thing to do. And if you've seen Connor Joe lately, the hair is all back. It goes down to like below, uh, to his shoulders and everything. So Connor Joe, phenomenal story. Just something um, that I figured I wanted to bring up with you guys, seeing as he's in Pittsburgh now and spent the last couple of years in Colorado. But guys, enjoy the rest of the Rocky season. Thank you so much for having me here on the Locked on Rockies podcast, brought to you by Ibotta. You can follow Paul on all of the social media platforms. You can find me. You can follow me on Twitter at MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked on Pirates if you'd like. Thank you guys so much for having me. Have a wonderful Thursday. Paul will be back soon, but I'll see you on the flip side.